Hello and welcome to episode 169 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Today we're going to continue our study of the Come Follow Me materials for this week, moving on to a new section uh, within November the 11th to November the 17th, Hebrews chapter 7 to 13, uh, which is called, just bear with me, uh, which is called An High Priest of Good Things to Come. Uh, and we're looking particularly at the section today, which is called Ancient and Modern Ordinances Point to Jesus Christ. This is covered in Hebrews chapter 9 and then Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verses 1 to 22. Uh, now, I really, I'll have, I'll have to put a, a warning, like a forewarning here. I've only really managed to get through half of the um, verses on this section. There is just so much here. Um, I mean, honestly... I know I've made this comment before and I've heard others made this comment before as well but this come follow me experience of studying this with my family and with and in my individual study I just found things in the New Testament that I well I didn't think I knew about was in there obviously I've done seminary and so I probably was told about this uh, although the New Testament wasn't my first year of seminary so I was you know very young then uh, and probably didn't take much of it in as much as maybe I should have or, or would, have, would have liked to um, but there really this this section about um, sacrifice and the links to the saviour's uh, sacrifice and our, and the ordinances that we have today is just mind blowing. It really is. Now I will just say that um, when I was looking at looking through the materials to begin with before I dived into the scriptures, um, there was a video I noticed. There's two videos actually uh, in this section. There's one about the tabernacle, which is pretty standard. You know, quite informative. Uh, and then there is a, a, a video, and I saw the uh, the image on the front, and it was basically a, a kind of middle-aged uh, gentleman dressed in a suit and tie, and then a kind of young man dressed in a suit and tie, and then a, what looked like a, an ancient high priest. And I thought, what what is that video? Uh, and it's called Sacrifice and the Sacraments. Uh, and <laughs> I, I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a look at it, see what it's about. I've not seen this before. And the first kind of minute is basically this middle-aged gentleman in, in his suit and tie running out and saying, oh, come come over here. And then he goes over to this big arch and then he time travels back to when he was a young man. It's really, <laughs> really typically mid-90s church video, cheesy, like what we, we used to call it in seminary, a cheesy video. Uh, and I had, well, I don't remember seeing it before, but I tell you what, I thought, well, I'll, you know, after the little chuckle I had at the start and just how dated this was and how mid-90s it was um i watched it further and actually it was quite a touching uh, a touching video about the young man who's in the video basically i'm not going to you know spoiler alert or anything like that i'm not going to go into the, the the details of it but he basically learns about the importance of the sacrament and about its links to sacrifice in the old testament and how that and how that links to the savior uh and so it, you know perfect for this section this week uh and so I would, if I were you, if you've got a spare, it's only 12 minutes, if you've got a spare 12 minutes at some point, um, have a watch. And I, do you know, I think I might share it with my family. I know I've got obviously, you know, a couple of young kids, kids five and seven years old, but, you know, they might actually appreciate that, uh, the, the time travel aspect and then being able to see that. So it's really one definitely for the family and definitely have a little look yourself. It did touch me a little bit in terms of how the Saviour's sacrifice was perfect for us. Uh, so looking at the scriptures, so I'm going to start with Hebrews 9, and I'll probably have to go on to Hebrews 10 tomorrow and add a bit more onto this. Now, Hebrews 9 is great. Um, 
the verse 5 was the first thing that stood out to me and this was whoa <laughs> that's interesting so basically paul begins or the author begins presuming it's paul begins talking about um the the tabernacle he's talking about different parts of the tabernacle he's talking about one veil and the second veil he's talking about the shoe bread and the candlestick and all the things which oh and then the ark of the covenant which is behind the second veil and in the holy of holy of holies um and you know he's just basically giving a breakdown of the temple and we might liken that to how we describe our temple today so you know we have you know the temple we enter we we shall recommend we we go in we we um have you know the endowment rooms and then we have the celestial room you know and we we talk about how there's a veil in the temple so these kind of structural things we talk about but then what's interesting is that in verse 5 paul says this and over it talking about the ark of the covenant and over it the cherubims of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot now speak particularly and i just thought whoa hang on this is paul giving you know a, a description about you know specific rooms in the tabernacle but then you know certain parts of the tabernacle that he can't write about it in the letter he can't speak of it at that moment <laughs> and then i just it's just it's like the temple it's like our latter-day temples we can talk about and people can go in and see the different rooms and things and things that go on uh, and then the different kind of places that we have but then actually the ordinances and the things that are you know taught in the temple we we, we are those are sacred and we need to go in there and, and learn of those for ourselves. And so that I just thought that was fascinating, kind of that mirroring of that sacred nature of the temple or the tabernacle and only being able to speak about certain things. Uh, interesting. Uh, so he then goes on and basically he starts teaching about how um, the law wasn't perfect, that the law was there for a purpose and it was important, but it wasn't complete. In verse 9, uh, he says, which was a figure for the time then present, in which were offered both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscious. So, yeah, he's basically saying that, you know, we know that they did the, these things. We know that these law, the law of Moses was important for that time. And at that time, you know, that was what had to happen. But it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a complete thing. Only until Christ came, which he then talks about in verse 11, uh, being a high priest of good things to come, uh, he then made this law perfect. So he then made these offerings and sacrifices relevant to what they were doing. In uh, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, it talks about this sacrifice. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So he's basically saying that the, the blood of the lamb and the blood of bulls and various things beforehand, whilst, you know, they were used and they they purified the flesh. How much more shall the blood of, blood of Christ sanctify and purify us? He's making the point that now that say, the Saviour has come, these, these sacrifices that were made in the past for these people were now effectively working because of what the Saviour had done. Uh, and then in verse uh, 24, uh, again, talking about you know, a parallel between the tabernacle and those sacrifices and then Christ and his sacrifice. For Christ is not entered into the holy places without hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. So I think that uh, in the past with the tabernacle, the, the high priest of the tabernacle would, would take these sacrifices and enter the holy of holies. And, you know, that would be symbolic of him going to the God and you know, mediating or showing these sacrifices that they, they've been done 
and that person that's made that sacrifice can now be cleansed and uh, res- their, their mistakes resolved. Uh, but then, in, but now we have Christ, who is our high priest of good things to come, uh, using the title from the um, Come Follow Me week this week. And he has entered heaven, heaven itself, the holiest of all holies, so that he can mediate for us. Uh, and so, just again, the, the link between the priesthood which the Saviour held and the power in the ordinances thereof, which he has done, uh, because these ordinances that we do are parallel to what the Saviour has done. Uh, and it's just really interesting. And so, I'm going to stop it there because we're coming up towards the 10 minute mark uh, in the next minute or so. But um, I think there's a lot more here which will be interesting to look at. Uh, particularly in chapter 10 uh, and, and, and in any other reflections on modern day ordinances uh, which we do which reflect um, ancient ordinances which both point toward the saviour and what he did uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts on it at matt s roberts 90 on twitter if you have any thoughts or any, or if you've been studying anything which you'd be interested in sharing that i could learn from i'd love to hear from you at matt s roberts 90 on twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.